I'm Joshua. And I'm Leah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. We are here to help you on your preparedness journey. Without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. And now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. Huh? I need to copy again? Okay, awesome. Well, everyone, welcome back to Reasonably Prepared. Uh, usually, I have Leah on with me, um, but today's going to be a little bit different. Uh, go over a couple of formalities. I uh, just want to say thank you for listening. Everyone who listens is awesome, and you guys are more prepared than uh, most of the people out there, even with the small of an, um, uh, small amount of information we give you. But a couple of regular housekeeping. Hey. Check out our merch, reasonablyprepared.com, um, or reasonably, or excuse me, Teespring, 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 reasonably prepared uh, website where we got our T-shirts and our hoodies. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, check us out on YouTube where we do more than just the long form discussions. I give tips and videos and all kinds of other stuff on YouTube. So check us out on YouTube. Uh, and then um, we have launched a Patreon, and the Patreon right now is a single tier at the moment, $3. It's only $3 a month, uh, where we, we will be putting content on Patreon that we don't put out here or on the YouTube channel. Um, but e- even if, if you want to support the channel, you go to Patreon, Reasonably Prepared, uh, and you can just get, like I said, 3 bucks a month or something like that, uh, and you're able to help us, which... You know, producers, a producer, and, and paying out and lighting and equipment and purchasing gear to uh, review and different things like that. So, Patreon is a way you can support the channel if you're super into what it is we do. Um, otherwise, check out YouTube and then check out our merch. Um, and just an FYI, uh, there are many links that we'll put in the descriptions below, and those are affiliate links, and those also help out the channel. So, welcome back to Reasonably Prepared. And today, we are on location at a very old friend's house. So if you hear some dogs barking or some kids running around, my kids are playing with his, uh, we're just going to go with the flow on that. Um, But we are, once again, on location on, you know, I did a podcast with a friend of mine named Wayne, our first or second podcast, and I said, my oldest friend. Well, I've known Wayne for a long time, but this particular gentleman, this, this guy, that is about I did the math yesterday. Okay, hold on, we'll go. We'll go over that. Hold on, we'll go over that. This guy I have known. He's going to do the math for a very long time. I mean, a, a very, very long time in my life. He was in my wedding. Absolutely, he was in my wedding. I think there's. Um, I think we're there's wine that's not been aged as long as we've known each other. There probably anything in a box. Probably. <laughs> I don't, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's cigars that haven't been aged. Absolutely. Long. Yeah, Absolutely. There, there's lots of stuff. So I've known this this awesome, awesome human being for a very long time, and we're going to go over our journey together um, and his preparedness journey. But right now, I want to introduce to you one of my oldest, greatest, awesomest friends, Isaiah. Hey. Dude, Isaiah. What is What's up, up my friend? Dude, I am so stoked to be in your Absolutely. House. You know, we, we rolled into town this morning for this, and uh, and I actually haven't seen... So I've known Isaiah... Okay, hold on. Do the math. All right. So my kids wanted to know how long I've actually known we call Uncle Josh. Mm-hmm. Uncle I said Dad. over 25 years, but we actually sat down and did the math and... It's only 23. What year did we meet? We met in 1996. If I remember correctly, at Busy Bee. Busy Bee Cafe. In Pearland, Ab- Texas. Absolutely. And um, we've worked several jobs together. Bro. Since. Okay, so, so many. So he and I have worked. Shoot. Not only have we, we so we've worked several at several companies together. So from like Taco Bell. Absolutely. That's that's the first one. Yeah, when we were kids. Talk Absolutely. About, I was 20. How old were you when you were talking about um, I was probably 20, 20. No, I was 20. Well, how do you know? I'm uh, 43 years old. Okay, so that, the, yeah, that would make sense because yeah. I'm 45. Okay, so, yeah, I was 21. Yep. Okay, that, make, that makes total yep. sense. Absolutely. No, 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 no. I turned 21. Oh, that, yes, absolutely. I, I turn- was there. <laughs> I turned 21 while I was working at Taco Bell. I just moved to Texas. I was only here for, I don't know, six months or so. Yep. Karaoke at a Mexican bar was pretty awesome. My 21st birthday. Absolutely. 
I half remember it. <laughs> or I remember half of it. Absolutely. With, with everyone who So anyway, um, yeah, I met um, Isaiah. In, so it looks in 1996. Um, and Isaiah, um, back then, man, just quintessential city guy. Absolutely. You know, grew up in the suburbs, you know, had the typical three-bedroom, two-bath house, mom working in the medical field, dad a teacher, you know. And so, hey, living the dream, buddy. Yeah. Absolutely. Regular, regular dream. But yep. we have – so we've worked at how many companies together? So there are obviously Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Uh, Urban Outfitters. Oh, what? About Urban Outfitters. <laughs> That's right. Urban Outfitters. Sears. Okay, so I thought it was three, but it's four because yep. Urban. I forgot about Urban yep. Outfitters. So you Taco were shipping Bell, and receiving Urban Outfitters. Shipping and receiving, absolutely. And I was on the sales floor. Yep. Urban Out. Okay, so to start over again. So Taco Bell. Then it was Urban Outfitters. Absolutely. Sears. Uh, Sears again. Absolutely. Oh, excuse me, Sears. We worked Sears. at Sears together. Twice. 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 In two different states. Two different states. Absolutely. In Texas and California. Yep. And Willard Tool and Grinding. Willard Tool and Grinding. Shout out to old Willard Tool and Grinding where Word. he was the uh, chief inspector. Yep. Uh, and I was the, what we were just talking about earlier, I was the uh, the liaison. I was the machinist supervisor and liaison to the engineers. Absolutely. You know, so I got to decide whether or not his parts were good or not. Yeah. And then whether we were going to ship them or not. Yeah. And if they were wrong, I'd kick him in the shins. <laughs> anyway, so it's been 20 Three years, twenty-three of, years of really good friendship. Absolutely, you absolutely. Um, there was I get I don't remember how long the time was where we were kind of. Not. It's been in spurts. So, uh, we we first met each other and spent we met each other and spent many years just oh wait wait living hold life. On. Hold on, I'm interrupting. And several bands together. Absolutely, absolutely. I was a guest drummer for Segway. Yeah, exactly right. Good old Segway, and uh, we were in a band called Feedback. For uh, almost two years. Absolutely. And played monster shows. To me, anyway. You know, yeah. Three, four hundred people, monster shows. Drum- I was a drummer. And I was a Joshua front man. Joshua was a front man. Right. And uh, had a lot of fun. We did. That was dope. You know, philosophically, um, e- e- even in those days, I mean, I don't think we, I don't remember getting, okay, so when I say philosophically, I'm talking about, like, say, prepper preparedness um, type philosophy. Be- being kind of punk rocky right you know we did have bat way back in the day lots of discussions on you know independent thought absolutely um, absolutely you know which i think were kind of the groundworks that laid that laid a lot of the groundworks for you to yep. for you personally i, I don't want to speak for you you know right. what i'm saying no but to but because we're so close um to think differently than how you were raised no absolutely i mean i was raised by a theater teacher mm-hmm. and a nurse and uh, depended upon the grocery store for sustenance, you know. And so I just assume that's the way you live life. You know, you go to the grocery store when you run out of food. Right. And you go once a week, you get as much food for a week. And mm-hmm. when you run out, you go back. Right. Yeah. Well, and there was a lot of discussion. I, I do remember yep. back in the day, we would have all kinds of obviously both being Christians and then um, you're being raised Catholic and then uh, uh, me, of course, not being raised Catholic, but having lots of spiritual discussions. We did a lot of drinking together. We yep. did a lot of other things together that probably weren't the, the healthiest of things to do when we were I'm young. pleading the fifth. You're pleading the fifth. <laughs> when we were young, yeah. Um, yeah, when I was young, we did some retarded things. But regardless, we were always um, engaging each other on right. on thought and and ideas and philosophies and i remember always holding each other accountable you sure. know and really diving into like what are we doing right you know and uh, that's really what i appreciated the most for sure for sure for sure so and and to give it just a teeny tiny bit more backstory about our relationship i mean isaiah and i were so close that he was a groomsman in my wedding Absolutely, um, and was was at my wedding. We were not only were we, were we in bands together, but we did a lot of trying to run run one or two small businesses. What I want to say, the band businesses yeah. and things like that together. Um, we have been through, as far as friends are concerned, some of the roughest times of like not hating each other, but being personally offended. Correct, um, correct, and and going really yep. into the depths of relationship together. We've been through it. We have. We yeah. sure have. And I, I say all that to say. Um, one of the, the threads or common threads is um, our ability to love each other and honor each, honor each other. Um, but what I really want to work or talk 
specifically about today and why I would like Isaiah to come in specifically today is um, I, I'm starting this podcast and this YouTube channel I have for what I'm calling the complete beginner for people who are just beginning or just researching their preparedness journey um, who realize in today's world excuse me, in today's world that um, not everything is certain and that we do have a, an amount of personal responsibility to take on how the trajectory or the, or the direction our lives are taking and how um, we operate within our own family Absolutely. and relationship units. And, you know, uh, Isaiah is a, is a absolute 100% case in point, you know, a case study in uh, living the actual, regular, good old-fashioned American dream, but then learning about taking personal responsibility yep. on one's own life and future. Absolutely. As it, it, it Absolutely. pertains to preparedness. Yep. And what's, what, what, what gets me, too, is, I mean, you were raised in an area of the country, it's Houston, Texas, that, right. I mean, it's 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 hurricane-prone. Absolutely. And uh, hurricane-prone and flood-prone mm-hmm. because of hurricanes. Yes. And so... I've experienced that my whole life. Right. Yeah. And, and the, you know, when we were younger, we talked about, I mean, it was very surface level. Might talk right. about it. Where, of course, back in the day, even being, for me, being a punk, super duper punk rock or whatever, I was still, you know, I, I like guns. And right. And there was some small amount of hunting that we would talk about. And I would talk about outdoor living. And my wife and I lived in a camping. van forever. Camping. All yeah, that. totally. Yeah. I, I want to say, um, I may have even taken you on your first camping trip. Yes. Believe it or not. Yes. Yes. So, um, with my parents being such, um, being into the industry of like, uh, teaching and medical, they weren't really into outdoorsy stuff, outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. They were more the city folk, which served them well where they lived, you know? So, um, they enjoyed going to the movies. Yeah. You know, for sure. They enjoyed going out to dinner, ordering pizza, ordering pizza. Absolutely. Watching a movie at home. Yeah, and to be clear, I love all on those the VHS. I, I love all those things too. <laughs> Me too, absolutely. But uh, meeting Joshua, you know, uh, kind of opened my eyes to a couple things. So, you know, so honestly, let's do that. Um, so for anyone stumbling onto reasonably prepared, um, my, my goal and my heart is to give you a, a not only a landing place, but then a springboarding platform to get yourself more prepared, minus fear, minus paranoia, minus the doomsday idea, but just actionable for real. Like, what can we do to be better citizens, to be better? You know, I don't give it because whether you're on the right side of the aisle, left side politically or whatever, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. doesn't matter. We, I, I we still want to be great citizens. We Absolutely. still want to be great neighbors. We still want to be a a, a, a solution to a problem instead of being part of the Absolutely. problem. That's my hope. And Absolutely. for anybody who stumbled across this, who, who who says, yes, I do want to be part of a solution, not part of a problem, that's my hope is to bring enough good information to you. And what I love is Isaiah's story going from you know suburban city guy, yep. which is awesome. Once again, I don't want to say there's anything inherently wrong with that, but to be utterly dependent for everything. Right. Absolutely. Depending upon the grocery store. It's not wise. Yeah. We know it's not wise, not because there's something wrong with you or something wrong with the grocery store, um, but because it's inherently uh, fragile. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's, It's not completely... 100% 100% dependable. Absolutely. And so, we discussed a story earlier mm-hmm. on what really got me to this point, right? And we so were actually, in a let me do, let's do that. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Of your preparedness okay. journey. Absolutely. Okay? Let, let's do that. I, I, I know that I had a, a large part to play in the beginning, but quite Absolutely. honestly, there are several places now that I'm realizing like you've gone far beyond me. Yeah. So I've, let's start at the beginning okay. from your perspective. So uh, growing up in the Houston area, you know, we are hurricane prone and my parents really weren't worried about preparedness. And I grew up in a house where we went to the grocery store once a week. And what we did is we got the groceries for one week. And when we went through them, we got groceries the next week. So, um, that was my level of preparedness is one week at a time. Now, um, I do remember a story of when we were in, me and Joshua were in a grocery store and he kind of explained to me, he said, what would happen? Do you remember this, Joshua? So a hundred percent. I I reference this all the time, all the time, all the time, because it it was eye opening for me too, though. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to serve and love. This was not an argument. This no, was not at all. Me just trying to be a friend. Right? Absolutely. And uh, 
It was a grocery store, I believe, that started with a W. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so we were standing in the middle of the store, and we were standing in the middle of the water aisle. And he brought to my attention just the fact that, hey, if there was an emergency right now, yeah, right now this exact moment, the amount of water that is on the shelves, how much would be left if everyone in the store bought it? Right. Right this second. Right. Right. And I kind of scratched my head and said, well, there'd probably be zero. <laughs> well, no. I said, yeah. do, let's do the math. Um, okay. How many people I, – I totally remember. I said, how many people can you see in eyesight? Right. And I said, each of those people – Buys two gallons of water. Correct. Let's do the math on what's on the Or even a shelf. case of water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the gallons, but yeah. Yeah. It buys water. Let's do the math. Right. How long does the water on the shelf right now last based on who we can see in the store? And it's gone. Right. And I said, okay. It's gone. They've got another full stock shelf worth in the back. Right. So now how much water do we have? Yeah. You've got maybe a couple hours? Of water. Of water. In the store. In the store. Right now. Right. And so... I really didn't understand how grocery stores stock, right? And so I thought for sure that they had an unlimited supply of food, unlimited supply of water. Um, and so that if you needed something, you just go and pick it up. And mm-hmm. when I realized that what Joshua was saying is that they can run out. Right. And, um, and that really brought to mind, oh, man, what's going to happen? anything yeah what's gonna happen if i can't get food right yeah so uh what that what that did for me was a a wild eye opener wild eye opener and me having at that time a wife two Two, kids yeah one on the way two kids one on the way i'm like wow you know am i just gonna be left without any food or water right Mm -hmm. so uh what that did to me is i was able to start my own plan Right. 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 So, um, and so I'm exactly at the point that people watching this website are at right now Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Yeah. The idea that like very beginning. Yeah. So I I I distinctly remember, I tell the story to people all the time and they're like, Oh, I had never thought of that either. Right. You know, if it, it literally takes an hour, an hour, right. To clear the shelves of water and probably two hours to clear the shelves of food and in a grocery have, store. We have seen this in recent times now. Recent times. Recent times. Yeah. Within the last year, COVID. Absolutely. I COVID. have pictures of going to... Okay. Second thing is HEB is awesome. HEB is wonderful. If anybody lives anywhere near Texas, <laughs> HEB is the greatest... How long have I talked about HEB? Even California, Absolutely. we told California. When about. we were living in California... Sorry, there's no better grocery store. We were than boasting on HEB. Yeah, every chance we could get. HEB is so great as a grocery store. Number one, the shopping experience is great. Number two, their products are always Absolutely. wonderful. It's one of the things I love about Texas. But here during the hard freeze, by the time we're making this um, this podcast, we had Texas has gone through its hard, gnarly freeze. And because of your preps, you guys were good. Correct. Yeah. Eight degrees. Yeah. Well, and we'll talk more about that in a little yeah. bit. Um, but HEB up in San Angelo and a couple of the areas, during the initial onset of the hard freeze, they were shipping truckloads and truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of water to locations and not putting on restrictions on purchasing water. Absolutely. And I mean, even if you were in the store at that time mm-hmm. and power went out, they were giving food free. Yes. Yeah, when the power went out, that's what a great grocery store. Absolutely. Is. Anyway, uh, we got to rain on HEB because it's so awesome. <laughs> Where were we going with that? Where did we start on HEB? So I'm at the very beginning. Okay, at uh, the beginning. Right, absolutely. Exactly. So I have now realized that I am not prepared. For anything. For anything. I mean, not even a day. Right. Not even a day. Right. You know, so um, I talk to my wife and I say, hey, can we... Can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. You know, and so what? What I did is we put a plan together that um, every time we went to the grocery store or uh, any type of store, we would buy one extra of of, of whatever what? we were buying, right? Whatever, so yeah. like water, uh, any per, uh, non-perishable goods, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and that's yeah. where we started. Yeah, that's where we started, which is awesome, absolutely. And it, you know, if if anybody were to do that, that puts them already ahead of the curve. Correct, correct. You know, for taking care of their family. Absolutely. So we were buying double, 
mm-hmm. pretty much. But uh, after a while, it was just once we ran out of that one, we still had an extra, but we bought another one. Right, right. So you encycle to you always have. So what that does is it puts you into a position where you know, like it. Let's say you've got a week's worth of food. Now you have two weeks. Correct. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And and uh, I I thought I was pretty good with that. You know, but I'm what? like, man, I'm doing it. Yeah, no, I'm no, living that it. is okay. Sorry, no, no, yeah. there's no joke. Yeah, no if joke. If you do that alone, yeah, for anybody starting out, if you just put yourself into a position where. Um, your natural weekly routine. Correct. You just get a week behind. Uh, excuse me, ahead of it. I'm two hundred percent where I. W- okay. Yeah. So I was. I'm like two hundred percent more prepared than I used to be. One. Yeah. One, yeah. I was just about to say one hundred percent. Yeah. No, that's a hundred. That- <laughs> These stinking percentages it starts to get confusing. That is correct. Yeah. You know, if you are typically keep one to two cans of green beans in your right. house, for example, exactly. and you've got four, you're now that much ahead of the game. Absolutely. In 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 a lot, you know, the the water thing was eye opening. Absolutely. For, for you and for me, as I discussed it, because it helped me realize that, like, well, I can actually, like, lovingly, without paranoia, right, without fear, without doomsday stuff, actually, like, educate people on, well, being prepared. Right. I mean, quite literally. Yeah, and, literally. And, and then, so, I mean, shit, I've owned, known Isaiah for so long. He, We've lived in several states together, so... Let's talk about California. Okay. Actually, I want to say California is where we had the conversation. That is correct. Yeah, we had the conversation in California. Absolutely. Um, one of the reasons I brought it up is because California is so fire prone. Yes, it's uh, the hurricanes of California. It, exactly. Right. It, what is the Texas hurricane? Correct. Tornado. 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 But we, we would experience maybe two, three fires at the same time in a year. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, easily in California. Yeah, California is easily brutally always on fire. Um, yep. And so I just replaced the hurricanes with fires, you know, and um, we were okay with that. Right. We were sure. okay with that. For, all it is. So yeah. so what I like to do is all is use real world, actual, where you are, what's the most immediate threat that could happen to you scenarios. Right. Okay. So if you're living in the Northeast or the far Northwest, cold and freezing and Lizards. snow are going to be an yeah. issue. Right. Um, if you're living in the South or in the, in the mid South Oklahoma, turn, tornadoes, tornadoes are going to be an issue. Right. Absolutely. If you're living in, uh, there's also a large portion of the South that hurricanes and flooding are going to be an issue. If you're living in the, in the West and Northwest, you're going to talk about fires are going to be an, earthquakes are going to be an issue. Right. Yep. So what you want to do is to not, uh, uh, feed into the fear factor of everything Correct. and just work on the real practical, actionable steps of things. Which is what something I, I've personally worked on and worked on with friends. You know, like, Correct. Okay, let's, let's break this down into the real terms. Yeah. Right, break it into real terms. Um, so find, figure out where, wherever it is you live and whatever is the most actionable, or excuse me, not actionable, whatever is the most specific, pressing, real-world scenario right. threat, start there. Yep. Right? Start there. And because we've been friends for so long, you also know this. Um, we also hold a huge value on not just being prepared for yourself, but for your community at large, you know, absolutely churches, it's civic organizations, yeah. community, right? right. Uh, f- neighbors, specifically family. I, I, I liken it to, I just did a video on, you know, mutual assistance groups. And, you know, when you're on an airplane, the first thing to tell you when you're in there doing the buckle thing and yep. the thing and the thing with the thing with the thing is a mask will drop down. Make sure you put your mask on first. Why? That's because if you pass out, you can't help anybody. Correct. Right? Do me a favor. Move this around. Always keep it in front of your face there. Cause right there? Get, well, or move it. Like, if you look at me. Because we're doing like this. Okay. I'll edit that out. But Awesome. Because you sound spectacular when you're looking right at the mic. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you look good, too. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know. But the sultry sound of your voice <laughs> is so good. That I just wanted to make sure it's always on. Anyway. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Josh. I might even leave that in there just for the fun. Hey, of it. why not? But um, it is in shit, man. We've known each other for so long. You know, like even as a, as crazy as I am, loving him, 
our, our my neighbors and, and the people right. that we communicate with and family is utmost of importance. It's been a yeah big de- yeah, a big deal. It's a huge a deal. deal. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why you're not you're not being selfish when you put that mask on yourself. You're actually being selfless because you're doing that, and then you're in it. That enables you to go and then help the the, the next person in front of you, and then behind them, and right. behind them, and behind them. Right. And you become a cascading series of events of of goodness, right? right. Of helping. Absolutely. And no, when I first met you, mm-hmm. um, the, we've always done that. You know, reaching out to people, always um, helping people in need. I mean, we. Um, well, my, we've always done that. We all, well, you lived with my mom and dad and us for I don't remember how long. When you absolutely, yep. Because um, there was some tumult, there was a small period of time where it was tumultuous with your your mom and dad. Correct. We were all youth, and no we place were crazy to live and jacked up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I stay with you, your brother and uh, your parents, mm-hmm. and um, we were so young, and my mom and dad were so generous. Absolutely. So they they, they did raise us with preparedness mindset, but they also specific so foundationally the preparedness mindset i would say should be based in the service of the people that you love absolutely you know in your community yep and my mom and dad were always great at at like at embracing my friends and bringing them in as their own well, that's what i was about to say is yeah. that uh your parents mm-hmm. i mean treated me like they're that i was their own still do still do absolutely and um that's one thing that i really loved you know, mm-hmm. I um, really didn't have a place of love like that ever. Right. Ever. And so um, that was great. And to be fair, your parents are actually super duper awesome. They are awesome. And you guys have had to go through a bell curve of relationship like anybody else. Just That's like normal. anybody else. Yeah. Absolutely. And, but I love your mom. I don't want to demonize them. But um, no. but the, just during this season. that's, how, that's This season of my right? life. Absolutely. Yeah, um, so, yeah. So let's talk about this. So. From the beginning, we talk about water. Um, we're in a grocery store, and I'm like, "Look, this water's gone in an hour." Absolutely. Okay. But and so I have there, the oh, oh shit moment. Right. Right. I have the oh shit moment. Like and Josh just isn't just being crazy. No, it made sense. Yeah. Right. And it was put into terms that I could understand. Right. Right. Um, you always hear preppers people prepping for natural disasters and nuclear war exactly the zombie apocalypse now i want to say this i do like the idea and i've of taking the extremes and u- utilizing them so that in the normalcy everything's taken right. care of like we texas just went underwent what the most extreme freeze it's ever had ever 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 right so we learned from that extreme but at the same time do i believe zombies are coming no no i don't at least no Okay, yeah. so <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, but but we use the extreme ideas to right. to, to help. But I don't want to. Once again, just because you're prepared doesn't make you paranoid. No, uh, it's actually a sense of calming for me. A peace, a peace. It brings peace, and where everyone is running around like ants in an ant hill, I know that I am prepared. Hold on, I want to bring it up. Okay. Just what you said. So I do want to go through the journey and everything, but yeah. let's bring this up. So once again, Texas, hard freeze. Hard freeze. No power. No power. People are going crazy. Going crazy. Uh, you know, I, w- you're now well into your preparedness Absolutely. journey. You guys decide. Uh, so we, we decide, we look at our preps and we're trying to, to evaluate where we're at on our preps for this hard freeze. Just like any normal prepper, right? There's no power. No power, you know. And we noticed that we were very, very low on beer. 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 <laughs> I mean. Okay, so what are we drinking right now? So. Uh, oh, what are you drinking? Uh, so, St. Arnold's Brewery. St. Arnold's Brewery. In I'm, Houston. I'm if drinking you want a godly beer manufacturer. That's right. I mean, it's it's been sainted. It's awesome. Actually, I do really miss St. Arnold's. They yeah. make good beer. Um, we're drinking that right now. Absolutely. Um, but once again, so now you're realizing, hey, our preps are covered. Correct. What? Oh, not a sponsor. Yeah, my not producers, a sponsor. No, no, no. My producers. Okay, thank you, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb's saying, hold on. You got to say not a St. Arnold's, not a sponsor. Just something we like. Right. Anyway. But if you want to be a sponsor. St. Arnold's. <laughs> Reach out to us. Absolutely. I'll send this through. I'll email this directly to St. Absolutely. Arnold's. So we're so, oh, going no, no, through. No, 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 
no. So you're going through your preps. We're going through our preps, and we realize Damn. we are very low on beer. So you got. I do mean, what? that's a dilemma. You got to do what? We 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 got to go to the grocery store and get some beer. So we, uh, me and my wife, uh, Rebecca, we uh, jump. In, we get into our car, drive over to Kroger, and it is crazy, packed, packed. I mean, you've got lines for the curbside pickup. You've got people just ransacking water, dude, bread, dude, you know, just everything. But guess what? What? Guess what? Aisle was not busy. The beer aisle. The beer aisle. <laughs> so rad. And, and and guess what? You were only worried about. That's the only thing we were worried about was beer. And so uh, we walked into Kroger, and we got a cart and we filled it up with beer, and we had to get some prescriptions. You know, oh, just that's normal right. day a prescriptions. Days, yeah. yeah, you know, but uh, everybody had baskets full of food, and they were kind of looking at us strange because all we had was beer, bro. Yeah. So out of curiosity, because we didn't even go to the grocery store yeah. like um, during that time period when when recently when Texas had its right. winter what did we call it winter Mageddon snow apocalypse ice Mageddon snow apocalypse ice Mageddon absolutely but tell me there is, so number one what was the general atmosphere at the grocery store while you're like hey we're gonna pick up some beer right so it was pandemonium. Really, I mean, people were freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, absolutely. And um, there was hardly anything left on the shelves, to be quite honest. They're all behind the eight ball, all behind the eight ball, and trying to get to the store as quick as possible before they know that food's going to run out. Right. You know. Right. And um, so it was a good perspective. Yeah. Of being prepared and um, seeing what might happen if we hadn't been prepared right well 100 right. yeah yeah for sure for sure um i just i, I just still i tell my friends this because i think it's funny that you're like oh we went to buy beer we were so taken care of so what right the, so what that does is that buys you some amount of peace correct absolutely um there's no worrying about whether or not we're gonna be hungry you know uh worry about whether or not we're gonna be hydrated right you know uh we've got a place to to stay mm-hmm. and we're covered for a while, right? For a while, right? Um, so th- that would that was a Texas hard freeze, and, and it's taken the last fifteen years. No, well, okay, hold on. Let's 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 back. So when you and I went through the water conversation, um, was what, what year is this right now? Two thousand twenty-one. Um, we lived, well, it was about six years ago. I would say it was about six, seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. Six, seven years ago. Yeah. And in the last six, seven years when that was, uh, like I said, we had talked about stuff before. We talked about gun ownership and, right. and, and then when I was working at Celtic, we, you know, so your, your introduction with firearms and firearm ID and ownership was, um, cause the city and, and I didn't shoot as much then cause we lived in the city. Correct. Um, however, I'd still owned, you know, some firearms Correct. and, and, and still did that sort of thing, but you weren't raised with firearms. No, I wasn't. And I was raised that firearms were bad. Evil. They're evil. evil. Yeah. And that they are just going to go off at any moment. Yeah. And they're the reason crime exists. That is correct. Right. And so um, owning a firearm was really not in my scope at all. Right. We talked a teeny bit about it when right. early on. You know, I owned firearms. Correct. I, I want to say Miles may have or something or one or two of the people. You, okay. In other words, you, you started meeting some people that did. Correct. And I already know this because there were some people who owned firearms who are just complete idiots. How was an idiot? Right. Absolutely. You know, and... And I didn't mean to get into a, into a firearm conversation. Yeah. I'm just, just, just to say to the perspective of there, there's a lot that goes on with preparedness and, and you've grown a lot. But over the last six years, we'll just call it six years. Um, yeah, to move from utter... Here's what I'm going to call it. Utter dependence right. on the system that exists. Yeah. Which I like the system. I love capitalism. Right. I love America. I love Absolutely. Western culture. I think it's great. But to be dependent on someone else for everything that exists. I mean, one one thing that you told me was that stores usually just stock up for three days. That's that's a typical. You know, and that was also a, a very big eye opener. It's typical. We call it, they yeah. call it the um, just-in-time supply chain. Okay. And what a lot of people don't know is that for everything on the shelf, there's a supply chain cascading series of events that it takes to get to that shelf. Right. Right, and to go from its origins 
to this shelf so you can buy it is actually a pretty long process. Right, and that's what you were kind of talking about. Right, with the water. Right, with yeah, the water. Yeah, I just boil it down to water because right. I always start with water. Right. I know a lot of other preppers start with a lot of different things, but I don't care it, you know, what stage of life you're in. I don't care what your, uh, you know, your, your economic place is. If you're independently wealthy. You need water. Ever, doesn't matter. If you're yeah. a human being, you need water. You need water. Water's the number one. I, I, in fact, I know, you know, air, generally 99.9% of the time, we all have air to breathe. Right. We all do. Whether it's dirty or clean, we all have air to breathe. Um, that's actually less on the priority list to water. So water's the easiest thing I can go to to be like, hey, this proves you, we need to consider or think about preparedness some, right. to some degree. And that's why I start with water. Absolutely. So after that conversation, mm-hmm. um, what we started doing was buying one extra, mm-hmm. like I said, um, of everything non-perishable or water. And um, so that we'd have something. Right. Right. Something better than that. Something, right? For sure. And over the years, um, I've taken that and kind of got a stockpile. Yeah. You know, and taken it to the next level where um, I have, I am prepared for a long-term event. Right. Right. You are. You absolutely, and you've done very well. I'm super proud of you there. But I do want to say to other people starting out, it's actually, what's really cool about it is it's opened our eyes together and separately from each other to actually kind of a life of adventure. Uh, Absolutely. Camping. Camping. Going and seeing different parts of the country. Absolutely. Um, You know, realizing there are different people who make different things that we can, I remember, in fact, we were just talking about downstairs a little bit ago, your joy in the knife that you purchased. Yeah. Damascus steel, dude. I love Damascus steel. We're at this one gun show and you're like, this is a badass knife. Right. And I didn't buy it right away. No, no. We walked around this place. I mean, I walked by that knife maybe three or four times. Right. Saying, man, that is such a beautiful knife. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Do I want to spend that kind of money? Seriously. But in the end. Right. I bought it. And we use it as an allegory for adventure. So being prepared Getting ourselves into a place where our family's taken care of, we know, and and this is financially through you know having less amounts of debt, right? You know, through not not be overextending yourself, through have, having surplus of food and all these sorts of things, um, that enables you. If you've got dreams, if you've got things right. you want to do, you can do them. Absolutely. When you're Absolutely. not dependent on other people dictating where your food comes from, where your money comes from, where your water comes from. you know. Once again, yep. I, I want to say, I love our modern system. I love capitalism. I love America. Oh, I do. yeah. I really, totally. really, really do. Totally. But the point is to take advantage of the system now, but also get ourselves so we're not so dependent on that system that we can't live without it. Definitely. Definitely. Or would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. And uh, just with recent events. COVID. Right. Recent events. uh um it kind of it's shown its face, right? You know, and um, so I'm I'm happy that my family, my wife, my four kids, that we are prepared. Right. Uh, that if anything were to happen, natural mm-hmm. disaster um, or civil anything unrest, else, civil unrest, that we would be prepared for an extended amount of time. Right. And and I, I want to add to that because I know you well enough that you actually have an extended family and community, like say even in us. So we live several hours from each right. other, but. Um, the, if I were to call you tomorrow morning, like if say we're here and Waco were there's something happening in right. Waco, I'd be like Isaiah, and you'd be like, "Dude, just get here." Absolutely, and you would be the same, 100, percent 100, percent. Just get here. I'm big on generosity, for sure. You know, and so um, friends, family, if they need help, I'm willing to help. Let's unpack that for a second. Yeah, because um, we I talk a lot about the the you know Joseph. You know, in the Bible, yeah, Old absolutely. Joseph, you know, having a Joseph spirit. Yep. And, you know, Joseph was under persecution a whole bunch. And Joseph was accused of lots of different things Correct. that he didn't do and spent a lot of time in jail. In jail. But ended up being the second in command um, and was in command of preparing that region for widespread problems. In charge of the storehouse. Yeah. Yeah. But for generosity's sake. Yep. And I want to unpack, like, this lone island prepper mentality that is pervasive i just fundamentally disagree with it don't agree with it and that's one thing that me and you joshua have in common right is a generous spirit right and um i have never been one to send someone away 
Right. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. We're yeah. gonna, we've never, we've always said too, like, hey, I'm not going to turn my property into a hippie commune, and Correct. you're not allowed to take advantage of me. But to love and give richly and generously in time of need, and then right. teach people too, instead of just giving. So that's what you know. I want to be clear. I'm going to take care of my family first, but right. yeah. Right, um, which is what we're doing right now with right. Reason to Be Prepared. We're hoping to give enough information because there's a lot of things that are tumultuous in this world. COVID's proved it. The weather has proved it. Right. Proved it, and it feels like it's happening more and more. And I, I feel like there's this undergirding. Okay. Or it's an undercurrent of like something is brewing. Right. So what I want to do is I want to take that something could go wrong and use it to our advantage so that if nothing goes wrong, we're just better off. Correct. And we're always serving our community. Are, are, you know, once again, because we're both Christians, um, we believe in, in serving our God. But one of the mandates of serving our God is to love our neighbors as ourselves. Correct. And to teach people and guide people and love people. Absolutely. And give, instead of just – because this is right now – it's so polarizing. The, the world Very. is polarized right now. Absolutely. Um, and our, my hope is that like we can come together – Oh, through preparedness, through right. working together, through being community-minded, not communist, but community-minded, through serving one another, um, we can actually make our country and our, our, our local areas stronger places. I will say knowing my neighbors during the ice storm and mm-hmm. through um, a hurricane that came through last year, um, knowing my neighbors really came in handy. And yeah. um, we have become uh, really a good community here on the street. And, uh, when I'm in need, they help out when they're in need, we help them out, you know, and you know, what's awesome about Texas. Um, the last number of hurricanes that have come through, there is a dramatic difference between the way say, and I'm not, I don't want to make light of what happened in new Orleans back in the day. Um, but you know, Houstonians and Texans, man, they come together. Absolutely. When shit hits the fan. When we had the major uh, when Harvey flood, came when Harvey came through, um, everyone was surprised. I wasn't. I've been here my whole life. Yeah. So what was it? The, what was the brigade they called it? The, um, uh, it was the Cajun Army. The Cajun Army. Came in from Louisiana, and it was just lines and lines of trucks with boats. Boats. And, and the governor... At the time, oh no, no, excuse me, the mayor of Houston. The mayor the of time, Houston. He's like, look, I don't care if your boat is registered or legal. I right. don't care if your car is legal. I don't care. I'd, you go out. We are going to go out. and We're going to help each other. Absolutely. There's not going to be tickets. There's not going to be jail. There's not going to be. We That's help one each thing other. about this area is that it is community based. It's so awesome. Yeah, and when everything hits the fan, we know that we can count on our neighbors. Yeah, and like my mom and dad's neighborhood. I mean. Um, not Harvey, but the one before it. I can't remember what it's called. You know, and it blew the roofs off. Right. It's probably Rita. Rita. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. Rita. It was Rita. Um, there was they, a lot of uh, cool jokes like, we asked for a margarita, not hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You, to hear you, Dad, those? I didn't hear them. Yeah. But I know Mom and Dad were telling me that like they were having block parties. Yeah. Where like, people who had surpluses of food were like, we don't want them to go bad because there's no power. Absolutely. So they were having block parties where there were grills at the end of a cul-de-sac. And everybody was working together to feed each other. Absolutely. You know, of their own accord. Not right. because the government told them to. Not because they have to. But because they were loving each other well. And, and that's huge. Man. Huge. I mean, um, during Rita, I had surgery on my finger and was out of it. And my buddy's parents said, hey, why don't you come stay with us during the hurricane? I'm like, cool. Let's do it. So, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, um, that's this area, though. They're, right. They're very community-based. And Dramatically generous. different. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what I've based my preps on. Yeah. Is to be community-based. Yeah, exactly. And, you and, know. and we love one another. And Absolutely. We do, we do that well. So um, – I know it sounds like I'm bragging, but it, I'm just saying we do it well. I do as best I can. We do as best we can, and we make it. We do it on purpose. Is what right. I'm saying. That's what I, I mean. will say. There was a hole in my prep game during this last. Ice we storm. all learned. Leah and absolutely I have learned um, lots and lots, and, and we've been doing this for years and years and years and years and years. Now, yeah. of course, we moved and we 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 lost some traction on some things, but. Um, that, that, that's kind of the next point. Maybe even the final point is to use some of the hardships in your life. Don't right. shy away from them. Right? That's another thing I remember us talking about where you'd be like, well, so-and-so got laid off and my dad lost his job. Or, well, I'm like, well, why didn't you just start his own business? You know, we had all these crazy Absolutely. conversations yep. about just DIY-style right. living, right? Yep. And um, 
which was super good because not only did it open your eyes to it, but it enabled me to practice what I preach, mm. right? Which Absolutely. is an accountability type situation yeah. where I get to practice what I preach. I get to say, hey, if we're going to do this, I need to be willing to step up and do this and not just be a, a, a jackal preacher, you know, whatever right. it is. Um, like um, my my hole was, was heat. Heat, which was most people's hole. We are so used to hurricanes coming through summer mm-hmm. that really we're looking for fans. Right. You know, battery powered fans. Keep the AC solar on. Pe- solar powered fans, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Where my hole in the, my game was heat. Right. You know, and so luckily we had a lot of blankets. Blankets. Yeah. So Lee and I have talked about that. Um, I, I, one of the videos we just recently did, I, I talked about like, hey, just go to yard sales. Yeah. We have some ugly ass blankets. Uh, I love you, uh, wife, but uh, we've got some some crazy blankets. Yeah, but you buy a yard sales and yeah. then you got an abundance of blankets, right? Yeah. Um, so... That's so that in this position that was a cascading cascading series of events. Water went first, absolutely. Heat not not just electricity, other heat because of electricity. So you could say electricity, but heat was the next one up. Right, and I kind of saw it right before it happened, and so we kind of had a family meeting Mm -hmm. and said, "Okay, worst case scenario, guys, this is my worst case scenario: is that the power goes out, thinking the power is not going to go out." But, but I said, worst case scenario, the power goes out. We have nothing for heat. Right. What are we going to do? And so we sat there and we kind of talked about what our game plan was going to be. And to be clear, not out of panic, out no, of the fact of the matter. Just out of the fact of the matter. Right. It was a couple of days before the really cold, cold uh, weather was headed our mm-hmm. way. And we said, well, if worse comes worse, we'll just get blankets. Yeah. You know, and um, that's what we did. Yeah, we were I think three days without power uh, altogether, and we made it. Yeah, we had some friends staying at our house as well. Yeah, now what I've talked them into and would be like if we were to be a coaching, I would recommend you know, uh, Mister Heater, right? Makes some awesome heaters that you're allowed to that you're allowed to <laughs> that are safe, safe. to burn. safe. Yeah, you're allowed to <laughs> that are safe to burn indoors. Correct. Right, safe to burn indoors. And that comes to another point. There was a lot of deaths mm-hmm. and a lot of uh hospitalizations due to people not knowing um what to do with no heat right carbon monoxide was a big deal absolutely uh there was a family that decided to have their car running in their mm-hmm. garage with the door open to the house right to try and heat the house and unfortunately yeah. they passed away i know it, it's terrifying to think of that absolutely it's ter- devastating to think of that uh, but if you so that brings us to the point, and we can even start wrapping it up here, but it, it, if you're willing to consider these things before they happen, you know, people ask me, what's the best time to start prepping? And I'm like, well, right, right now, now, when everything's good. Right now. Right, when everything's yep. good. Absolutely. You know, because you don't want to start trying to prepare things or get things ready or do things or the things when things are already going wrong. Right. You know, and the, the, the paradox is, and we mentioned it earlier, the paradox is that uh, you know, trying, you know, thinking of these things and blah, 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 is somehow paranoia or it's fear based. And I want to say it's the exact opposite. When you think about it and consider it, it actually purchases you, literally purchase peace. Right. And we were talking about this earlier today. Yeah. You know, and with being prepared, it gives you peace of mind during stressful situations. Right. And where everyone is running around crazy. Going to grocery stores, right. I can go in the grocery store and buy beer. And worry about beer. And just worry about beer. And not worry about food. Nope. I got not food covered. Water. water is not, covered. Not even worried about heat. Nope. You know, uh, I just got to worry about beer. Well, even just, I'm not worried about my, just your mother-in-law with you. I'm not worried about Absolutely. my family because they're so close. Absolutely. Take care of them. And this is what, you know, we're going to wrap up here, but I want to say this is another strong point in today's world is, you know, um, Isaiah's family, almost all of his family lives within arm's reach of him. What I mean by that is it, you're all in the same city. That is correct. You know, yep. and regardless, so I know this because I know your mom and dad and I love them very much. I've known them for a long time. I right. know your sister, Christina is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, his, but his family is dynamically different politically and religiously than you are, have become. Absolutely. Um, and to say, that's what we talk about. We talk about loving our family and community first is say, you know, if they had called you on that Wednesday and been like, we haven't had power for three days and we have no water, you immediately would have been like, I have it. Yeah. Get up here. 
Just get here right now. Yeah. Let's yeah. just do this. If you need help, I'll come get you. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, you know, the most important is, is loving one another and honoring one another and not worrying about these political differences and not worrying about, you know, socioeconomic differences or any of those things. It's literally loving one another. Right. And, you know, do you think Joseph cared if any of the people that came up to ask for grains mm. were, you know, Egyptian religion or Jewish religion? No, he was no. serving the, the country. Because God had asked him to. Right. Right. And and we take that to heart sincerely. And I, my hope is that anybody listening would do that as well. Uh, and take it to heart, A, for yourself, for your family, and then for your community at large. And and let's stop being jerks to each other. Yeah. Uh, let's stop being assholes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you see all those shows about preppers, and it's me, 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 me. Me, me. me, me. You know, and uh, it is about me. But it's also about community and right. uh, what we can do to help our neighbor. Yeah, and it's there, possible. There, there are priorities. And, yeah, you know, once possible. again, put your own mask on, and then you're able to help your kids. Absolutely. And then from helping your kids, you're able to help the the people in the seats in front of you. It's that kind of cascading series of events. Don't only consider your own mask. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, using the flight thing as an allegory. So, um, Isaiah, you're so rad. Joshua, thanks for having me on. You're uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being an awesome friend for the last twenty. You years, got it. Twenty got some, it. Some, some, some years. Several states and several cities. And how on earth have we been friends so long? Hey, you know I'm a great guy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> handsome. Absolutely. Super duper handsome. So super. Here in the future, we need to have more conversation together about physical Definitely. fitness, about you know food preps and blah, blah blah. I just wanted you to. Th- it's so awesome to get people on the beginning of their journey. Yep. Perspective from another guy. And um, I do have some preps. That, yes. um, like, um, ham radio, bro, you've actually, I don't even own one. Yeah. I used it during the, the free storm. Yeah. You know, snowpocalypse and, uh, <laughs> ice mageddon, ice mageddon, bum, but bum, bum. I was able to get some actual news. Yeah. Weather reports out of a ham radio. I don't even have one. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. You know, I focus so many on other things that other things I'm like, I just, have, I don't have ham radio. Yeah. It was great. There's some things you have that I don't, and yeah. now, of course, vice versa, which is why community is so awesome because we can Absolutely. compliment each other. But anyway, yep. Uh, so thanks for being on Reasonably Prepared. You got it, buddy. How you? It, it, you having fun? Uh, absolutely. And uh, this is a passion of mine, prepping. Of course. And um, I take it very seriously, and I'm just glad I can talk about it. Awesome. Yep. I don't know how long this went, uh, but I'm just happy to be hanging out in your absolutely. What game room. room is this? Game room. You guys call it the game room? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So rad. Drinking beer. Drinking some beer together. Talking. Hanging out. And uh, you are now officially more involved with Reasonably Prepared. We just, we're, for those of you kids, we're doing the fist bump. Fist bumping each other. Yeah. Power knuckle. <laughs> we're also googly eyes and doing the fast blinking Twitter well, pated thing. It's only because there's been a lot of beer. It's <laughs> not a lot yet, but what do you say? All right. Well, awesome. everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Reason to Prepared. Isaiah here is awesome. I'm going to be getting him more involved. And we just, for anybody on your prepper journey who is just starting out or if you're far into it, leave some comments below helping out other people on uh, ways you can serve and be better prepared for your family and your community. And remember, just because you're prepared, just because you're prepared. Doesn't mean you're prepared. Son of a bitch. Just because you're prepared doesn't mean you're paranoid. Paranoid. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.